Do you remember those commercials when we were younger about Chewy bars? And it, the whole idea was like, give your kid these these bars so they'll shut up for a minute, which is really yes. sad. And it was like the yep, dad brings his son to bring your daughter or bring your kid to work day. And he's like, this is my boss, son. And the son goes, his nose isn't brown, daddy. And it's like, you should have shoved food in your child's mouth so that they wouldn't have embarrassed you. Chewy stops the chatter, I think, was the tagline they used. Sounds right. Gosh, that's so sad. We're fuchsia, and we like granola bar commercials. Oh, no, I got nothing. Only classic (laughs) granola bar commercials. Oh, yeah. The nice vintage on them, you know? Yeah, the new ones just don't have the same pop. Yeah, the the tagline there is actually, they'll be too busy chewing to talk. Wow. There's really nothing about the product. No. No, it's literally just, this will distract your child for a very brief period. Yeah. Kitty, when he said, like, oh, remember, like, when we used to give our kids, the granola bars to shut them up? And now we give them tablets. Now we... No, we give yeah. them iPads. Fortnite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had someone else at the office tell me that all their kids asked for for Christmas is V-Bucks. What's a V-Buck? V-Buck is like the paid currency in Fortnite. Oh, geez. Yep. The kids, I mean, our nieces and nephews still play with toys. They play video games too, but they also still play with toys. Is, is that a thing? The kids still have I, toys? I, I don't know. I, I ask people at work that question, and most of them, either they have kids too little who, like, don't know yet, or they're, like, early or mid-teens, and all they care about is, like, tablet games. So. Yeah, I think my work acquaintances have kids in the same categories. I remember they were all ranting about Pokemon Go once. They were like, I don't understand why I have to drive my kid around to catch Pokemon on their phone. And then they always come to the conclusion, well, it's like, well, at least they're not doing drugs. Okay, see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) One coworker has a five-year-old daughter, and I think she has Santa for an iPhone, like a new one. Oh, my God. So it's like, how do you say no? You know, like, Santa doesn't like you. I guess we're bottled fuchsia and we're too old to understand the kids these days. Yep. Uh, we're Bottle Fuchsia. You can find all of our content over at BottleFuchsia.com. We have streams at Mixer.com slash Bottled Fuchsia. You can find archives of our streams and some videos we've done over at YouTube.com slash Bottled Fuchsia. And you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter if you're old people like us and you still use those social networks. On the program tonight, we have Kitty. Oh, sorry. I was I was having a chewy bar. But that's fine. <laughs> Uh, we've got Kay, Yo. Brady, hey, and I'm Nanners. Um, everyone else is off not being here. Uh, we got people sick, we got people with kids, we got people doing other things, so you just It'll get us for it. It'll be a fun Mad Lib for them to figure out who's who. Yeah, exactly. 
Maybe Conman is sick and a kid. We don't know. Maybe he has a kid. Who knows? Sick with a kid. Sick with a kid. It's a very junior-like situation. Like We're not going to get into the specifics here, but maybe if you follow us on YouTube, you can find out more about that situation. He's down with the kidness. <laughs> I don't even remember who that was anymore at this point. I'm so tired tonight. Uh, down with the sickness? Yeah, is that disturbed? Yeah. Okay. Sounds right. Uh, all right, let's talk about video games, because those are uplifting. I don't know. Something like that. Uh, Brady, why don't you start out and tell us what you've been playing? I've been playing far too many games lately. I'm trying to get caught up on game of the year material. Uh, I finished Gris. What, what is Gris again? It's like a four or five hour, like 2D platformer kind of a thing. It's sort of like Journey, uh, okay. where there's not any dialogue or anything like that. It's just very pretty, and you sort of wander around and find puzzles, and they're very rewarding, and it doesn't feel like you're actually solving puzzles. You're going to need to explain that better. Yeah. Because I just Googled it so that I could visually like kind of imagine what you're talking about. And the first things that come up are Gris is too sexy for Facebook. Gris advertisement rejected for sexually suggested content. I think some sort of bot saw an image from Gris and it was like a silhouette of a female. Not sexy at all, but it just tagged it and then it became a news article because reasons. It is not sexual at all. Okay. Damn, never mind. Go on. But it's very good. And uh, I highly recommend you guys playing it before we have the Game of the Year podcast. Like I said, it's like four or five hours, real quick. I like a short and sweet game. Yeah. Uh, I also finished Celeste. I've been trying to attack some of the backlog that's shorter. And I know we've talked about that game before. Mm hmm. Uh, I did not break any controllers while playing it, so good, that's good. a plus. Um, and I did not go and get every strawberry. I'm sure Aaron like, painstakingly went after each and every strawberry, uh, which is just ridiculous. That I can confirm, but that is likely. Yeah. He likes those kind of games. But for me, like they don't matter. They're just like bragging rights, basically. So sometimes you see one, and it's very obvious that it will be nearly impossible to get to, and you can just walk right by it. So that's what I did for the most part. <laughs> so you did not feel the need to pick all the berries. No, that's good. definitely not. Uh, and then one more I wanted to mention, Guacamelee 2. Another okay. indie game. It's a, I guess, 2D Metroidvania kind of a thing. Um, but the humor is very, like, silly, and it uses internet memes. Oh, so I guess the first game got a lot of uh, negative feedback because of that, and in the second game, you're basically trying to save the Mexiverse, and you go to this one timeline that's the dankest timeline, <laughs> and there's all these signs like warning you to turn back, and it's too dangerous, and you finally get there, and it's just a bunch of NPCs like complaining about how developers are lazy if they use memes in their games. Uh-huh. And all that kind of stuff. And they're all quotes they pulled from like Facebook and YouTube. Um, and they even have the actual usernames in there. 
So it's just like a big middle finger to all the critics of the first one. <laughs> and it made me very happy. That's pretty good. Um, so you're like a Lucha Libre wrestler in that yeah. game, right? Okay, okay. And there's some sort of mechanic where you turn into a chicken. That's all I remember after playing the first game yeah. for a little while. Okay. Um, there's two things. Like you can turn into a chicken, and the chicken has different powers and abilities. And then you can also switch between these two... I don't know, like, uh, it just changes the environment. So sometimes you have to do that, like, while in the air. Like, you're jumping and a platform doesn't exist, and you have to change to this, like, other reality where it does. And kind of the same thing applies to switching between the chicken and the luchador. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah, that game has always looked really fun, and I have wanted to jump into it because it has, like, co-op and seems bright and colorful and metroidvania -y, but for some reason i've just never gotten to it yeah it's good i recommend it if you like those style of games okay i'll have to find time for that someday <laughs> yep and you've also been playing the god of war well of course yeah did you finish that nope okay uh hopefully i will in the next two weeks maybe but it just seems really good overall. I don't know. Yeah, I really liked it, and then the more I played it, I liked it even more. That makes sense. How, without giving too much away, how far are you? Just escaped Helheim, which is the second time you go there. Okay. I don't think I have been there a second time yet. Okay. So I think it must be a little bit behind you then. Yeah, that game's so good. Yeah, I went off exploring for a little while and then hit stuff that was, like, way too hard, went back mm -hmm. to the story, and then everything was super easy. So I've kind of been, like, mainlining the story for a little bit. Gotcha. Yeah, the this story has actually compelled me to play that game because I found it so interesting, which generally does not happen to me in open-world games. So, yeah, yeah, found that interesting. Uh, I recently read a Neil Gaiman book, uh, Norse mythology and he just sort of retells a bunch of those tales in his own words mm -hmm. um, but now I feel familiar with like all of the God of War content like the dwarves are in there he explains like the Aesir and Varnir and uh, I don't know like every character in there comes up in one of those stories it's kind of cool gotcha I will have to put that on my audible list yeah it's worth reading and all he right. narrates the audiobook oh neat now I want to play God of War for mythology things. Nice. You should. <laughs> yeah, you should. It's really good. It's surprising. By the way, all the more reason we should go to that Vikings thing at the Franklin. Just saying. True. I'm definitely into it now. All right. I totally didn't just go buy an audiobook while we were talking <laughs> about it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, any other games you want to talk about this week, Brady? I think that's enough for me. <laughs> All right. Um, Do you have more that you're afraid to talk about? I mean, I could keep going. I have played other games, but, uh, you know, it's not the, the Brady cast. The bottle Brady cast is a completely <laughs> different thing. We, oh, I'm stuck in a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Kitty, you actually don't have anything in the dock, so what games do you want to talk about? I never do, Nanners. I like to surprise you. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well... 
Um, what crazy things have you invented, <laughs> I guess? that's. Yeah, I actually haven't played Star Ocean since last we spoke because of travels for Christmas. Um, Aaron and I have been playing a lot of Overcooked 2, trying to get the four star on all the levels, which basically requires us drilling them over and over. And normally I don't like that kind of thing in games. I'm not the person who has to have the, all, all the achievements, but because it's co-op and because it's a game that even the far-reaching things seem attainable, I'm enjoying it. But in terms of games I haven't talked to or talked about before, I got Jeopardy for the PS4 for Christmas. And I know so that's like a newer version. Really sound exciting, but like I've watched Jeopardy since I was a kid. I love it. Um, I played the phone app for a while. I think I talked about that, but you know, it mm-hmm. got kind of middling, so I deleted it. But I was pretty excited about the potential of the PS4 one just because the PS3 one is pretty like highly regarded among Jeopardy fans as a viable electronic version of Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been busy with holiday things, so we've only played it for maybe about a half hour. But uh, it, it's it's really bare bones, even more than I would have oh. expected. Yeah, like it's not terrible. We'll definitely play more of it, but there's no character animations. You know, you just exist as a little avatar. Unlike previous games, you can't type in a response. It's multiple choice, so it kind of makes it feel less Jeopardish. And perhaps most disappointingly, the uh, host is not Alex Trebek. What? What? It's crazy to me, because if they were able to use his likeness and his voice for the mobile game for a couple key phrases, like why not for the PS4 game? I don't. And and he was in the PS3 game, so I I don't know. So yeah, we'll we'll play it more, but it's you can't you can't complain too much when you get a game from somebody who knew you would like it. And I definitely will play it more, oh. but it's not it's hashtag not my Jeopardy. Gotcha. So I guess who or what does host the game then? Um, it is a an anonymous lady. She does not have a name or an animation or anything like that. She kind of just sounds like, you know, the kind of voice that would, like, read you instructions on a auto-dial-in kind of thing. Um, the one feature about it that I do think is pretty cool is that, you know, in, in real Jeopardy on the game show, you are not allowed to buzz in until Alex has finished reading the question. And if you get a question right, your buzzer unlocks like a half second before everyone else's and it's called the buzzer advantage and people like people who go on jeopardy practice their buzzer skills that's how vital just sometimes being the first person to ring in is so the way they've dealt with that here is that um the the narrator actually doesn't read every question they just appear on screen and there's no option to buzz in and then suddenly it'll just pop up and say buzz. And sometimes it's right after the question appears and sometimes a couple seconds go by. So that that part is kind of fun because there's that reflex aspect. Interesting. Hmm. And apparently you can play online. Um, I don't, I doubt that we'll do that. So yeah, I've, I've played some Jeopardy. Okay, fair enough. That's does not sound like the Jeopardy game that people were looking for necessarily, but hey, maybe they'll get it right it's not eventually. not the Jeopardy 
game that you wanted, but it's the Jeopardy game that you needed. Right. Yeah. It's what the city <laughs> I... didn't want. Kind of sad they didn't put like a fake Alex Trebek in there. Like. Right. Well, I don't it know. reminded me of um, when I was a uh, in high school. My boyfriend had a computer who wants to be a millionaire game mm-hmm. and it did actually have oh. like you know full motion video regis philbin and his voice i remember yeah but it, it was not the first one so it was who wants to be a millionaire third edition so every time he said the phrase who wants to be a millionaire they would add third edition to it wow <laughs> it sounds really silly it's like it's time to play who wants to be a millionaire third edition I want to be a was second it? edition millionaire. <laughs> was it at least his voice saying it, oh, or it was it just was. some like? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was kind of hoping it would be like some intern had to like voice <laughs> that line, so it was like way deeper. They got Gilbert Gottfried to just do that part. <laughs> Third edition. The, I don't know. That would have some novelty value to it, at least. Then. Yeah. Oh man! All right. Um, okay. You want to talk about your games? Uh, sure, I guess. Uh, we can do something else so- if you want. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about what cookies you're eating right now instead, if you'd rather do that. Uh, it was a snickerdoodle and a peanut butter chocolate chip. Oh, those are both good choices. Nice. I love, I, I, I really like that batch of snickerdoodle. No, I, I realized that the way I said that was, like, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I've been playing a lot of the, one of the games that I guess Nanners just hasn't talked about yet and Brady didn't talk about, which is Deep Rock Galactic, mm-hmm. or as we say to each other, dwarves. Yeah, it's just And then simpler. we all just... Yep. Dwarves. Yeah, that's been fun. Um, I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter with uh, Conman, who's a jerk, uh, because he inflicted that game upon me, and... Yeah. How do you feel about it now? You seemed a little unsure when you started playing. I do really like it. Okay. It's definitely a game that I wish I had like the hundred hours to put into it the way he does. Um, it is a very rich, very full game, and there is a lot in there. And I think we had had the talk on the podcast once before about playing games as kids and you were much more patient because that's like the only game you had. And in a way, like Brady, you talked about you're playing games to like kind of do the game of the year kind of thing. And that's one of the games that makes me go, man, I wish there were less games. (laughs) (laughs) Because like, it's a game I really want to sink a lot of time into. And then, especially this time of year, all these game of the year lists are coming out. And I'm like, man, I want to play all of these games. And I don't have the 500 hours to put into the Red Deads and the God of Wars and the Monster Hunters and the uh, Final Fantasy. And like, ugh. It's still, it's still pretty good. Monster Hunter, that is, is still pretty good. You're saying, Monster okay? Hunter. Yeah, yeah, because it's the only one, you know, really that I played. Um, I so Nanners, you had kind of toyed around, I guess, with the idea of buying it. Yeah, so it it does a lot of things I like in games. Like it 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 
from watching you and watching Conman play it, it seems like it would scratch some of the Warframe itch for me of like, this is a third person action game that has like a whole lot of systems. I could go and do a bunch of different things in it and then other people are actually playing it right now. So, um, yeah. you know, there, there's that aspect to it too versus Warframe where it's uh, me alone on a hill with it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it looks like an interesting game. I'd played the 3DS one a little bit actually. And that this is this is nothing like it, but yeah, yeah that that was very like lackluster, and it was like okay, I can see what this series must be, but like this is just wrong. So seeing this game in action, it's like okay, this feels like what this franchise is of like going out and taking these contracts and like collecting all the random ass resources, and then the injections of Japanese culture with like the cooking mechanic of like the delicious looking food and the cat things like preparing it for you. And they get better at preparing it as you have cats cook you more food. Like that stuff all just seems like weird and kind of awesome. But like you've said, it does seem like a huge time commitment. Like it's, you know, how many hours before it really like gets going and you understand the system. So. Yeah. And I, I can't honestly say that I recommend it. Unless you legitimately want to sink a lot of time into it. If you're just like, hey, I want to check out this game, it's not going to be the game for you. You're not going to like it. Because for as rich and as many systems as the game does have, and a lot of the stuff you've seen, it takes a lot to understand them. Yeah, it it does not seem intuitive at all. And it seems a lot of like, well, I don't know what to do now. I'm going to go read a wiki or like bother somebody to like get an answer for this question and then like repeat the next time I get stuck. So yeah, I don't know. I've resisted so far. And I kind of think at this point, like I appreciate what that game is, but I can appreciate that from afar. So, so okay. anyway, that's, that's what I've, I've been into. You talk about Chuchel at all. Uh, Chuchel's cute and I don't know how I missed it. Uh, it's, it's like a weird, almost imagine Loco Roco and Portal having a baby, and that's Chuchel. Um, I don't even know, it's just this weird, fun, happy little puzzle game. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, some other big game, like Machinarium yeah, they, or something? Yep, right? yep. Okay. Machinarium? Yes. Yeah, Machinarium. I've never known... Machinarium? Machinarium? Machin... Whatever. Machinarium? Machinarium. Machinarium. However you pronounce that game. I've never known how to pronounce it, but that game is good. Um, It's got that weird, like, art style that they do, and yeah. Looking at some screenshots, it almost reminded me of uh, that, like, my spoon is too big. Yeah, like Don, yeah. Don Hartsfeld. Like yes. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, I see I it. don't think they're related, but it, it gave me that vibe. I know what you mean. We may talk about that in two weeks. We'll have to see. I still need to play Frostpunk, guys. I'm way behind. That maybe like... I don't feel like that would be a good game for you. Yeah, no. I'd say like maybe like make yourself a, a tea or something and just like... Get ready to be sad. Yeah. That one's rough. I'm a, you know, a 
I'm having a difficult time with life as it is, so it's like I might as well go all in. Like we're watching The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus! Everybody sawdust. <laughs> yeah. What if I could reenact the jungle, but with freezing orphans? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. We're gonna have meowing on the podcast. <laughs> Aaron. Almost as if on command. Yeah, can you edit that back into the Monster Hunter talk? Yeah. <laughs> just make I'll just food. I'll cut that out. Uh time mark for that was two two eighteen. No, what? That's what? Time that was. Time yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> time that was. <laughs> My time codes are in a different format. They're in like marks or whatever rather than like time in Audacity. I was messing with stuff the other day it's fine don't worry about it all right uh i guess that leaves me um i played every game ever and they were oh gee go figure yeah they were all real good um i guess just to touch on two of them real quick um i played subnautica because i realized it came out in 2018 and I liked that game two years ago, I think, when I first played it. So I went back and took a look at it, and it's better than it used to be. It's still kind of confusing because it is a survival game, and it tells you jack shit when you go in. Um, so I spent a few hours swimming with fish and looking at beautiful alien sea life and getting infected with a virus. So that was my time there. Um if anyone likes survival games, I would highly recommend going to check out Subnautica. It's not that expensive. It's rather short because it is narratively driven to an extent. These are all um, words I like. <clears throat> yeah, so short. So I want to say I am probably from from what I can tell, I think I'm about halfway done with it and if we just check the old Steam counter on this real quick. I feel like short for a survival game might be like 80 hours. I don't know. So my most recent play session, I put in five hours, and I actually thought I was going to beat the game during that play session, and I think I got maybe halfway done with it, if I had to guess. Not terrible. So yeah, a, a survival game that you may be able to beat in 10 hours. Yeah. Uh it's not seems like a very never-ending survival game that's online. Yeah, yeah. So there is co-op built in, or is that a mod? That's a mod, unfortunately. Um, I I do wish it had co-op out of the box. That's the only real knock I would have against that game, because um, I think that would be really fun. Because it is like a very gorgeous to look at game, and it. It's not quite as like lonely by necessity as some other survival games are. So I think having other people there would work. Lonely by necessity? Yeah, I, I think a lot of survival games like that are solo, like single player, they are single player in some ways to like help drive the narrative because they don't have one. Because this okay. game actually has a purpose, I feel like it could support multiple people. That would be my take on it, at least. Okay. Yeah. I follow. Yeah. Okay. Um. I guess the other game I want to talk about is my Dark Secret. Um. So I've been playing a little bit of Fortnite. Whoa! Like yeah, 
Battle Royale or the one that nobody plays? Uh, the Battle Royale, actually. Wow. Yeah. So I just wanted to pop in there. Like, you you can't go anywhere in life and not see something about that game. Uh, Kay and I went on vacation to Texas, and not only did every single fucking tourist stop we went to have Fortnite merch at it, which, hey, so that's did, fine. Yeah, you know? we just drove on the New Jersey Turnpike. All, they all had Fortnite, too. Like at the yeah. rest stops? Yes. Like the gas station <laughs> rest stops had like little Fortnite boots. It was Jesus. bizarre. I mean, the same thing happened with Minecraft, so like, I guess I am yeah. not that surprised. Um, uh-huh. But... Like, you know, we were at airports, we were at a zoo. Um, I actually saw kids playing Fortnite at the zoo while sitting eating lunch. Like, that's Animals that's the suck. yeah, that's the level this game is at right now. So, I was like, all right, I'm gonna pop back in, see what this thing is. Like, is it still pretty much the same game? Have they done anything super crazy with it? Um, they haven't done that much, they added some modes to it to kind of make it I don't want to say more on par with other like battle royales but to give it I guess some differentiators um, that's it that that seems to be it that they've added since last time they, like they changed the map a whole bunch um, they added airplanes which were kind of fun to play around with but still what it is you know but it's free which I think playing it or I mean all your friends are playing it then it doesn't yeah. even matter you know I am I am a hundred percent sure that if we were still in middle school or high school that we would be playing it just because oh, yeah. it's free, it's colorful, and like you you have a lot of random chance to get weird stuff. Like the amount of variety I saw in player attires was crazy. So I think if if we were, you know, fifteen years younger, something like that, we would probably be playing this. But we'll give away our ages. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> um, so yeah, it 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 is what it is. Like I, I wasn't blown away, but I wasn't like disappointed. It's not like it's some simple clicking game where like kids are just getting suckered left and right. But it's not, you know, the second coming of Tetris or anything. Well, you so. own the three big battle royale games. If you had that itch, which one would you go for? If I had to play a battle royale, I would go back to PUBG because nice. Blackout has just never done it for me. Yeah, I um, I kind of hate Black Ops Four at this point. Yeah, I I I want to like it, and like Zombies isn't bad, but I think Zombies is probably my favorite mode out of that game. Um, the first two matches of Blackout were the best ones I've ever had where, like, Kay and I found a random zombie spawning place that we've never seen again. She got, like, teddy bear bombs, and I got a ray gun and a rocket launcher, and, like, I shot a helicopter down and did a flip over a building in an ATV. That was, like, the coolest thing I've ever done in that game, and every other time since, it's been, like, we get sniped out of nowhere, so. To be fair, some of my best PUBG games were my first ones. Yep. I mean, we we chicken dinnered within my first four games? Actually, nice. think five games. Your first squad game, where it was, uh, the it wasn't my very first squad game. No, okay, but it was it was pretty close. Yeah, I mean, it was still the Brady Show, <laughs> but the snow map is pretty cool. 
I, I want to play. I went back a little bit and played it, and I like what I've seen so far. At, at this point, the only reason I'm not playing that game is self-preservation. Like, I know if I reinstall that game, I will continue to play that game. And, like, th- there's nothing wrong with that. It's just I want to be able to, like, I almost need that excuse to play other games. I don't think we'd be playing Deep Rock Galactic right now if we all still had PUBG installed. Um, Do we not all have PUBG installed? No, well, I uninstalled it. <laughs> Okay. Although on this internet connection, that would take like five minutes to reinstall, so it's not much of a hurdle. We even almost got Kitty into it, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, I liked the idea of it. My computer just didn't like it. That. No, that's that's right. right. Okay. I liked that you didn't necessarily have to be good at shooter games to be able to do things. I think that that's probably why we were actually good at it, because like it's. It's janky enough that our play style, I think, works really well for it. A game like Black Ops, John has said many times, like, that game runs better. And it does, but I'm also not, like, 15 anymore. I don't know if maybe I just don't have those muscle reflexes, but I don't know. The fact that we've gotten chicken dinners by, like, accidentally getting into a Jeep and then shooting people that were inside the Jeep rather than, like, doing the smart thing... I don't, it, that kind of stuff is just funny <laughs> and it'll forever be funny yeah that's i guess for that genre of games since i don't particularly like them the randomness and the picking up survival stuff is what makes it interesting enough for me to play yeah i i will say when i was playing Fortnite, the thing i hated most about that game was the people building stuff because people definitely have macros set up where it's like all right, I will hit this one button and I will build like a wall in front of me and like a ramp on both sides. And every time I died in that game, I kept thinking like, man, I wish there was a mode that didn't have the people building like ramps and walls and shit because that sucks. <laughs> Interesting. That's like one of the things that sets it apart. Exactly. <laughs> I wish it didn't have the thing that makes it special. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish it didn't have like its main feature and it would be <laughs> fine. But anyway, uh... I played a bunch of other games, but they're not important. Uh, if anyone's listening, don't buy Just Cause 4. There you go. That's Public sad. service announcement. Yeah, that is. Uh, the The 30 seconds I played of that game over the course of like three hours were very good. But I played like 30 seconds of that game over four hours because of how often it crashed. So five lessons learned. Uh, anybody got any other games they want to mention quick before we go? Well, Return to Oberdin or to the Oberdin is on your list. Did you go back and complete all those murders? I figured out another three murders. Okay. So, so I'm at like to? 12, I think. Okay. What's the so, total? 60. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kitty, if you want a really, really good hard detective game, go get Return of the Oberdin. Yeah, uh, I remember graphic. you recommended it. Yeah, it, it is well worth your time um it is so atmospheric and so interesting of a story um i think i must be missing information i need to go back and like look for other clues because at the point i'm at right now i don't know where else i can go um but i'm being told by the game that like you don't have enough information to figure out who certain people are 
So I, I have to go mm. do some investigating at some point. Is it like on a Phoenix Wright level where you're like, I as a person know the answer, but my character doesn't know the answer, and that drives you crazy? Because sometimes I do no. get with that. It's the exact opposite. The second you know, you will be able to like put it in the book, basically, like the, the book of solution. But until you yourself are able to figure it out, you will have no way of knowing. Okay. Like there, there's some guesswork involved, but is all actually figuring it out yourself. Um, some might say it's one of the best games of this year. Well, last year. Some say. Some say they added a like an analog mode, which I think is supposed to take down the graininess and some of the waveriness around the edge of the screen. Oh, okay. Which I'm hoping helps with motion sickness, but I haven't gone back to try it yet. Okay. <laughs> it's weird to like set aside a couple hours to feel like crap. Yeah, yeah. Um Brady, I figured out that the headphones I was using were was a big part of why I was feeling nauseated playing school tour. I don't know if that would help you at all. Hmm. I might have been using headphones, but I use the same headphones for like other games. Got I don't it. know if that matters. It might. I know some people actually have trouble with like inner ear stuff only if they have pressure on their ears or things like near their head that kind of like triggers the sense of pressure. So maybe try it with speakers. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I guess one last plug. Uh, if you have VR and you want to go see something really ridiculous, I highly recommend the game uh, Hot Dogs, Horseshoes, and Hand Grenades. They did their third Christmas event, known as Meat Miss. Uh, it's ridiculous as ever. Um, it's, it's really a VR shooting range, but the author is a very happy man that puts a lot of care into his game, and it's been in Aww. early access for like three years, and he updates it. I think once a week now at this point. Um, it's one price. It's not like a, a subscription model or anything, but like the guy puts a lot of care into it. So it is one of the few early access stories that I'd say is, you know, worth supporting. So go check that out if you have VR. So VR party at your house is what you're saying. Exactly. In the VR dungeon. Do, do, do. All right. Uh, I'm going to say let's call it unless anybody has any other games they want to shout out real quick. Nope. I have, there's, there's not even like any news or anything. Yeah. No, nothing has happened yet this year. So we're all pleasantly pleased. We have been Bottle Fuchsia. You can find us over at bottledfuchsia.com. We have streams from time to time over at mixer.com slash bottledfuchsia. You can check out videos that we have done about certain games, as well as archives of our streams over at youtube.com slash bottledfuchsia. Finally, if you want to follow us on social media, we are on Facebook and Twitter, at bottledfuchsia. Um, check us out there. When the podcast goes live, we always post about it everywhere, and you can catch us on those two sites to figure out where to subscribe. Um, I recently found out we are not yet on Spotify for our podcast, actually had someone request that we add our podcast there, so we're going to look into that over the course of the next week or two and see if we can get there. Uh, in the meantime, you can find us on, I think, pretty much any other podcasting platform but that one. I didn't really think that's a podcasting 
platform. I didn't think they had podcasts either, but this person was super insistent, so I figured I would humor them and, and the, go the see what I can do. Spotify disagree, apparently. Oh they're yeah, trying to, they're just trying to push it. I see. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody, and have a good week. Bye. See ya. Bye bye.